You know, on Wednesday night, you know how pastor is. I like, I like to talk to you about stuff that you can use in your natural life as well as your spiritual life. And I want to talk about rising to a new level in your life. You know, uh, 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. And then Proverbs 23, 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Now, you know, living an average life just sort of reflects how a person thinks. The average person thinks, well, under these circumstances, I guess I'm doing pretty good. Or, man, life's hard. You can't expect much more. Well, I'm not doing doing too bad considering the circumstances. You know, you need to begin to think different thoughts. Don't think average. Think all things are possible with God. Believe I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. And I have a saying, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. You know, you're never defeated if you don't quit. That's when you get defeated is when you quit. Can you see a difference in this thinking average than thinking bigger, both spiritually and naturally? You know, some words that come to mind to me with average is daily grind, habitual, ordinary, normal, routine, typical, usual. You know, uh, it's sad that some people never think about advancing. They just sort of live from day to day and whatever happens, that's what happens. If they succeed, all right. If they don't, well, I'll make it some way. We need to challenge ourselves to rise above average and be extraordinary because God said that he wanted us to have life and have it more abundantly. Well, a more abundant life is not, an a- not average. Come on. I got a few of you that's with me. If you remember, one of the phone companies, I, I turn my phone off and give it to my wife when I come to the platform because even if you put it on silent and they have one of those amber alerts, it still goes off. So I turn it off. Uh, they had raising the bar. Anybody remember that? One of the, one of the phone companies. Well, what they were saying was they, they were raising the bar with all of their technology and everything so that, uh, they, they were going above, they were above everybody else. Well, it's time that we as individuals begin to raise the bar and live at a new level in life that God wants us to live at. Now, they, you know, when I was growing up, and you've heard my dad say it, and I guess this is where I get it, but get it from him. But, you know, a lot of the Pentecostals, they thought if they lived on barely get along street and all that, you know, not supposed to have nothing, you know, and, and they had a saying, 
Lord, bless the, us, me and my son John, and no more, or something like that. And then, you know, uh, the, the preacher wasn't supposed to make my, no money because he's, uh, he's, he's, he's God's servant. And you know, that's not what the Bible teaches, but that's what a lot of people had in that day. And that's one of the reasons that we got over talking about prosperity. And then people take that and now they go off the deep end on this way. And you got these people off the deep end on this side, living on barely to get along street right next door to Grumble Alley at 33rd and Gone Gone. <laughs> and then you got these people over here that has pushed the prosperity message plumb out the door. And as we say, sometimes they plumb out, they plumb out in the field and they're done gone. But there is, there is a balance. And some of you that know my dad, he used to talk about, he said, too many people swing on this side and they swing here when they need to get a hold of the word of God and come back to the middle where the balance is. Now, Let's talk about some things that we can do to raise the bar. Number one, do a checkup on what's around you. Sometimes we have to take a look at the people we're continually hanging around with to see if they're actually supporting the lifestyle that we're wanting to live. You know, it, it's, it's a, a known fact you will eventually become like the people you hang around with. Come on now. <laughs> you know, they say birds, have you ever heard it? Birds of the feather flock together. But you notice they all fly together. They all go in the same direction. <laughs> you know, some person said 30% of your associates should be people who lift you to their, lift you up to their level. It's true that sometimes you gotta change friends. You can't, you can't be a win winner and hang with losers. You can't be a winner and hang with people who say, well, just, just get by, it's just enough. And another thing, you need to check on the environment you're in. You know, you cultivate the environment with your words. And if you're hanging around people that are always talking negative, then it's a negative, it's a negative atmosphere. And if you're not careful, it'll rub off on you. You'll start complaining and griping just like they do. I'm, I'm talking about naturally and spiritually. Man, there's a, they, hey, Thank God I hadn't seen any, many of these lately, and, but in years gone by, I've been around people in the church that when they opened their mouth and started talking, it was, everything was negative. Anybody ever been there? Yeah. I don't want to hang with those people because you know what? You hang with them, you'll get negative. If people start talking Unbelief, it won't be long, you'll be talking unbelief. You know, speaking faith-filled words creates a, a healthy atmosphere. It creates an atmosphere where God can work. Speaking negative words 
creates a harmful environment. That's even true in, in the natural, in the workplace. You get, you get one disgruntled in a, on a, a work team and they start griping and complaining and the next thing you know, everybody, the whole team is griping and complaining. Come on, you st don't stand there and look at me like, like that, it's true. If you want to find out how that works, take about five or six potatoes, put them in a, put them in a bag and tie it up and set it over there and watch. One of those potatoes will go bad. Now the others are still good, but if you leave that bad potato in there long enough, every one of them will be bad. Am I right or wrong? That's what happens when you're hanging around with people that are negative. You're hanging around with people that are griping and going on. You're hanging around with people that's talking doubt instead of faith. Now see, I'm, 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 I'm riding both sides of the fence, the spiritual side and the natural side. But both of these things work on both sides. They work in the natural and they work in the spiritual. Now I don't know about you guys, when I was playing ball in high school, if we, and I was always the coach said, Hagen, you're the rah-rah guy. But I was, I mean, we in the locker room and they start talking about how good this other team is and so forth. I go, I'll go, I went over one time and slammed the guy up the next and I told him, shut up. If that's the way you feel, undress and get out of here because you're going to infect all of us and we can win this game. I don't care how good they are. I don't care what their record says. See, you've got to have that kind of attitude in the natural if you're going to win and you got to have that kind of attitude against the devil if you're going to go up against him because he's going to be talking trash to you just like some people do. You know, one guy, one guy told me one time, he said, and one of my teammates, he said, Hagen, you know, he said, they, they're talking trash about you. I said, I don't care what they're talking about me. I, 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 I ain't going to open my mouth. I ain't going to say nothing about them. Let's see what happens after the game. Let's see how much trash they want to talk. <laughs> see, <laughs> you, a lot of people talk a good game, but they can't produce. And there's a lot of people in the church that can talk a good game about faith until the chips are down, and then negativism comes out of their mouth. You know, come on now. Somebody said, you know, a lot of people, they, they don't know what all y'all do at Raymond. They don't know how big you are. And so when I said, well, I said, I'm not, pulling, I'm not doing no news conferences. I'm not talking about nothing. I'm just doing it. I said, half of these people are talking about what they're doing. They ain't doing nothing anyway. Come on, don't look at me, it's the truth. Hey, I've lived 84 years. I've lived longer than most of you sitting in that congregation out there right now. And I've seen, a, I've seen and heard everything. And I'm trying to help y'all, okay? You know, your friends either can help you or pull you down. You know, environment, your environment. Cultivate an environment where there's faith words. You know, 
Now, certain music may not be, it may not be wrong, but the content or the lyrics, if you listen at it, is negative. It may be a catchy tune and it may sound good, but what, what's the, what is those words? Hey, I'm talking about Christian songs. In fact, you can ask our, our music department, there's some, and, and, and if you listen to um, on the radio, the course, and you listen to us sing it here, you notice some of the words are changed. Anybody ever notice that? You know why? Because we need to change the words so it's more positive and in line with the way we believe and teach. Now, another thing you need to look at, your methods and systems. You know, you know, the story goes, one man was working on a house and he finished and he looked at it and he said, well, that's good enough. He didn't realize that the owner was standing right behind him and said, if that's the way you feel, get out of here. You're fired. You know, that's the way some people, they just do enough. Oh, that's, that's good enough. Good enough is not good enough, either naturally or spiritually. It needs to go beyond good enough. You know, slip shot methods uh, won't help your productivity productivity in your quality of life or in your spiritual life. You can't expect to attain and rise to a higher level in your life unless you're willing to get in the word and study, unless you're willing to do what it takes at the job to know how to get advancements. I mean, I told you a while ago, I'm 84, but you know what? I've learned, to, I've learned to use the computer to put my sermons together. I've learned to use the, the phone and the, the iPad. Now, sometimes I do have to get my grandboys to help me out a little bit. But, and you know, we had an individual here years ago when everything was changing from the, from the, the, the real tapes to the, to the, uh, what do you call it? The, the media, uh, uh, anyway, the, where you, where you could just, instead of having, used to, you just had to cut the tape and place it together and it would change where you could just go and take out one word or take and put it and you didn't have to do all that. Well, we told this individual that he needed to learn that. If he wasn't, he, he, he wasn't going to have a job. He wouldn't learn it. And then he got mad at me when I told him, I said, hey, I can't pay you because you can't do the job anymore. It's, it's changed. Hello. Some people, that's why they have problem in, on, their, on their job. They're not willing to learn how to do something different. They do it the same old way. In fact, I asked somebody, oh, it's been, oh, a couple, three or four years back. I said, why are, we, why are you doing it? Well, that's the way we've always done it. I said, is that the best way to do it? Just because you've always done something some way doesn't mean it's the best way. There may be a better way. You know, somebody said, well, that's the way we always 
have worshiped. Well, praise the Lord. Thank God it was good. But, there, but there's a lot more that we have learned about worship than we used to know about worship. Let's get involved with it. Anybody getting anything out of what I say? If not, I'm going to quit and go home. I hadn't eaten yet. I need to go get me a, get something to eat. Now, something else we need to use. Learn to focus on the right examples. You know, worshiping God will help you to raise to a higher level. Focus on someone who is at a higher level than you are and has accomplished more than you have, and eventually you can Get up to there too if you watch them. This, this changes you what you are. If you're a salesperson and you're not doing very good, watch, watch the top salesman. What does he do? What does she do to sell more than you are? And then begin to learn some principles and you'll rise to a new level yourself. Some people never do that. Some people never rise in the spiritual level. They never rise above a certain level because they haven't taken the time to sit down and to really research the Word of God. They just listen to what this one said or that one said, and sometimes it's right and sometimes it's wrong, and sometimes I don't know where they got it, what they said. I, I heard somebody on the television the other night, it's supposed to be a Christian television show and where they got what they're talking about I don't know where they got it from because it wasn't it wasn't Bible that's for sure anybody ever been listening to some of these uh, Christian television programs and all of a sudden <laughs> they're way off over here and it's a long way from what the Bible really says anybody or am I by myself oh I got some help good good you know let's look in the word of God become more Christ-like and focus on the things that we need to focus on that will lift us up to a higher level. You know, now y'all probably, some of y'all understand this, but some of you won't because you're too young. There's an old proverb that says, live chicks don't thrive under a dead hen. How many of you from the farm country understand what I'm saying there? See, there are very few of you understand it. If you don't, Google it and you'll find out about it. <laughs> I ain't going to try to tell you. Okay. <laughs> you know, how many of you ever played follow the leader when you were kids? Wherever the leader went, that's where you went, you know? Well, that's true when it comes to people comes to the church comes to your work you got to follow a strong leader somebody that knows more than you to get where you're going you know make sure you follow ministers who are actually following God and living in faith with God and you know in the church look for people that display godly character and don't try to take advantage of somebody you know, I, I learned about pastoral ministry from V.E. Tipton, my father-in-law. That man knew more about 
how to run a church and take care of business on a church and anybody I know, and Bill knows him, Tony Cook knows him, and am I right or wrong? He had a lot of wisdom. In fact, they, he was here with us for 10 years and the ministers would call in and he would, he would talk to them and he said, okay, I'm gonna send you a couple of sermons and you preach these sermons and then you tell me what the outcome. But that's what I, I, I followed his example. I learned from him. I, he, he was a, somebody I could learn from. And I followed him, I learned from my dad. What I am now, when I was working, doing, working at, at the freight company, going to, going to Bible school, I, I, I watched those guys that had been there for a while. And I watched what they did. And I tried to learn some things and because I did, I got, I got some promotions at the other, and there was, about, there was two carloads of us that went up there every day to work. And I got, I got, and they got, they got mad at me because I got a promotion. And they said, how'd you do that? I said, well, I watched, and I talked, George Job, this guy's name, that's what we called him. I don't know his real name. That's all I knew was George Job. And uh, I watched how he did things and what he did. And I started learning how, how to unload a truck faster. I learned how to load a truck faster. And before you know it, I got, I got a promotion and the other guys, they're still down there where they were. See, I'm talking about following a leader. You can do that in the, in, the, in the business world and learn some things that can help you to go there. You know, you know even it, it, if you'll just get with God, he can make you better in a regular job. He can help you, okay? I want you to notice that the disciples were ordinary men but they took notice of them. They said, these are untrained people. These are just ordinary men, no special training. But then they ran, they said, but they've been with Jesus. Amen. Hello. Refuse to continually look at the small. My dad used to tell me, son, set your goals high. And if you reach half of them, you've accomplished something. If you set your goals low and reach all of them, you ain't done much. And I see Tony <laughs> Cook shaking his head. He, he, you've probably heard him say that before. <laughs> Tony used to t do, do a lot of talking with dad and, and recording stuff. And that's how we got a lot of books and a lot of things we wrote. Tony would sit in the office with him and ask him questions and we'd record it and then we'd, get, we'd publish it, you know. But... You know, my dad also told me, he said, son, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right, don't do it at all. See, that gets you past that, it's just okay. No, it's not just okay. Do it, do it as to the best of your ability. Now, let's, let's, go, let's go to something else here. Ew, it's already 10 till, I gotta hurry. Go on a mission in your life to replace anything that's hindering you from advancement, you know. In, in the word, it tells us throw off the old sinful nature and put on the new nature of God. But you see, he wants us to have the good life. He says so. 
And if you read the word, he tells you how to do that. You know, sometimes things are labeled. Well, we need to identify anything in our life that's keeping us from uh, going higher. I don't care what it is. You know, man, if it's, uh, if it's like I said, people you need to get rid of, if it's uh, things that, uh, if it's something that, that you need to change in your behavior, change it. Work on replacing every thought and every word and every action that contributes to you not rising to a higher level. Use the scripture to train yourself to say who you are in Christ, what you can do because you're in Christ. Train yourself to think thoughts in agreement with the word of God. The word says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Believe that and start doing it. You know, exercise your faith. And then ask the Holy Spirit to help you. In James, it said, if you need wisdom, ask and he'll give you wisdom. You know, now some people won't put that in the spiritual realm. Well, it works in the spiritual realm, but it also works in the natural realm. You can ask him for wisdom to help you in your natural job. Hello. You know, and then, of course, another one, and I touched on it already, go from the minimum requirements to maximum output. You know, cultivate, doing everything above and beyond. You know, my father-in-law told me, he said, he told me one time, he said, son, who, who, who do we need to promote in the church, you know, to a job or something? I said, well, I really don't know. He said, he said, well, don't you know how to figure it out? And I said, not really. He said, somebody that's really doing something is the person you want to promote, even in the natural and the spiritual. Somebody's just sitting, doing nothing. Well, I better go on. It got really quiet when I said that, so I'll come on. <laughs> you know, you want to better yourself in, 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 on your job, come up with new ideas and new procedures and methods to produce more. In, in, if you're working in the church, just don't continue to do it the way it's been done every time. Look to see if there's some new things that can be done and be put into place that, that will help facilitate everything. You know, it's not just get by, but Right, raise the bar. Be, come to a higher level. Anybody getting anything out of this tonight at all? You know, chart a cro- course of action that will move you to the higher life. Change your every, change stuff about you. Remember, the Lord looks at the outside, but if you're dealing in the natural, you know, they look at the outside. So you may need to change your appearance. Come on, don't look at me like that. How many of you like a good steak? How many of you are going to eat it if they bring it out there and it's got green color all over it? I imagine most people know, hey, that, that, that's, that meat's done gone bad. I'm not going to eat that. You know, 
It's the appearance sometimes that get, have, have a successful image, walk successfully, talk successfully, and you'll be a success. You know, people form their opinions about you by the way you look and you ain't ever opened your mouth. Don't look at me that way. That's the truth. Some of this stuff I'm getting from my psychology courses that I took in college. I got about 22 hours in psychology, but I don't use it very often and talk about it very often because sometimes it hinders you when, because you can know things psychologically and, and then the Spirit's trying to tell you something. So I, I forgot most of that stuff. I did. I got into parapsychology and some of that, and I just forgot. In fact, that's when I stopped. I forgot about that, man. No, I ain't, I ain't going there because then when the Spirit of God starts trying to tell you something, you have to say, well, am I picking that up because of what I know in the natural, or am I picking that up because of what the Spirit's telling me? So that's why I don't go there. But some of this stuff, you know, parents and some of that's all right. Now, here's another one you got to do real, real quick. Identify your strengths, your gifts, and your talents. And learn how to use them in both areas of your life, the natural and the supernatural, the spiritual area in the church. If you can't sing, don't even try out for the choir. <laughs> now, we've had some people that tried for the, out for the choir, and they didn't make it. They left the church because they didn't, they didn't put them in the choir. Well, <laughs> that's crazy. If you can't sing, you can't sing. Don't try, you know. Identify your talents and your strengths and use them to your, for your ability to advance yourself to a higher level of life, both naturally and in the spiritual world. Remember, God is on your side. Now, don't settle for, av for, the, for an average life God wants to launch you past the middle all the way to the top. Now, that's not my statement. I got that from John Mason in his book, An Enemy Called Average. If any of you hadn't read some of John's book, he got some really good books and, some th and with some areas. That, <laughs> he's got that book, <laughs> An Enemy Called Average. So, too many people are settle, settle, settling for just the... Good, it's a good life. I can get by average. No, go to the higher level. God wants you to go to the highest level you can get. Look at what he did with Abraham. He brought Abraham from nothing to the richest man in the East, they said. Hello. So everybody's staying. It's time to quit. Did y'all get anything out of this tonight? Now, I just wanted to talk, you know, sometimes I'll, pre I'll preach a real spiritual type sermon, but tonight, most of the time, I like to talk to people that they can use what I talk about in both areas of their life, the spiritual and the natural. And actually, it's the spiritual and the natural working together. Make what? That makes the explosive force for God. It's not all natural and it's not all spiritual. You put them together and you become you go to that higher level in both areas of your life. Heavenly Father, I tried to remind these people that you want them to have a good life. You said that you want us to have an abundant life. 
But Father, we sometimes hinder ourselves because we don't do some things that we need to do so that we can move up to that higher level. And may each of us, no matter how much we know, may we continue to look for other ideas, other ways to lift ourselves to a higher level. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Praise the Lord.